Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Research in Pharmacy, the podcast where we chat with content matter experts about all things related to research, including fundamentals, best practices, and practical advice for all of those interested in contributing to the advancement of knowledge. My name is Vicki Basilega, and today we'll be chatting with Gina Lucian, Director of the Academic Programs here at ASHP, and Barbara Nussbaum, Vice President of the ASHP Foundation. And we'll be chatting with both of them about ASHP and ASHP's foundation's resources for pharmacists and opportunities for pharmacists to get involved in research. Thanks for joining us, ladies. Thank you for having us. Yeah, terrific to be here. Barbara, could you start off by telling us a little bit about the ASHP Foundation's philosophy on research and some of the most recent projects that the ASHP Foundation has participated in? Absolutely, Vicki. The philosophy is best represented by the core principles. These were developed by the Research Advisory Council. Three of the top ones that come to mind are optimizing medication-related processes and outcomes to improve patient health. This includes research that promotes equity and access to quality care. We want to accelerate implementation of innovations, and clearly we want to demonstrate our impact. Our contributions to organizational goals and our value in delivering patient-centered, team-based care. And finally, We believe in supporting the training and development of pharmacy researchers and, of course, the interprofessional research team. We have a long history of supporting research, and over the last decade, we've invested over $3 million in research. Many of these projects lay the groundwork for implementing and sustaining health services research. Optimizing the care of complex patients is really the goal, the care and the outcomes. One great example is Gina Nightingale. She's currently a professor at Thomas Jefferson. She received a grant as part of an earlier boot camp training program for pilot work on individualizing care in oncology patients. She later was successful in competing for a new investigator grant to continue this work. Many of the grants awarded support the development of tools. Dr. Winterstein's work created a drug complexity score to allocate pharmacy resources to target preventable adverse drug events. What is notable and very noticeable is that the research being done by pharmacy spans the continuum of care and includes measurable outcomes. I am excited about two of our newest grant programs. The research is in process, so I can't really speak to those outcomes yet, but we're really optimistic. The New Practitioner Pharmacist Leadership Development Grant is supported by the Foundation's Marion F. Ivy Fund. This program funds research in those softer skills, you know, the ones that are really essential. Some of the research supported in this program has been around resilience and burnout, a very important area where there's a huge gap in the research done in the pharmacy workforce. That program is open now for submissions. The other newer grant program is a collaboration with the ASHP Innovation Center and is supported by a grant from OmniCell. It is the Optimizing Technology Innovation Grant. It is enhancing implementation of technology, and this has been a key pillar of the ASHP practice advancement since the, its initial inception in 2010 and all the way through the PAI 2030. This grant just awarded, we awarded two grants in that first cycle, and that is open as well. Barbara, I'm glad that you mentioned some of the grants that the ASHP Foundation is offering. Can you kind of go through what are some of the ways that pharmacists can receive funding and training through the ACHP Foundation? Yeah, absolutely, Vicki. I mentioned those two new grants. And the other grant program, it's our longest continuous 
running program supports resident research projects. We are currently developing some new grants. These are through collaborations with other organizations and through our corporate partners. So stay tuned for some new opportunities. For resources to support you in developing a project, from identifying research questions to getting it published, I encourage you to visit the ASHP Research Resource Center. Included on the center is a link to the ASHP eLearning and a free on-demand curriculum called the Essentials of Practice-Based Research for Pharmacists. The Resource Center has a lot of great articles and resources, so it's a really great kind of first place to go. Thanks so much, Barbara. So, Gina, you and a number of ASHB staff, interns, and volunteers worked on this research resource center. Can you tell us a little bit about this member-exclusive resource, including how it was developed, what it contains, and where else members can go to learn about pharmacists and research? Yes, very good question. It has been a pleasure working on this project and providing a comprehensive tool for our members. So, As Barbara mentioned, ASHB has been committed to supporting research for students, new practitioners, and seasoned practitioners for a number of years now. ASHP Foundation and ASHP Sections and Forums already have a lot of webinars, articles, guides, and a lot of other resources that address every aspect of research methodology. However, as we're looking at all we have to provide, we felt that there's a need for a one-stop shop, somewhere that individuals can go where they can, it's a starting place, they can be guided through research for every step of the process, and it's an easy starter for those that are um, really not as familiar with the process or maybe into a a part of the process that they're not comfortable uh, performing. So often new researchers are asked to design a new study, come up with a research question, and it's really overwhelming. So what we did is we created a comprehensive guide that one can access anywhere from forming a study question, designing a research method, data collection and analysis, and all the way through the manuscript submission. So walking through it, you might see that we start off with the foundation of research fundamentals and some of the webinar series that Barbara mentioned. You learn how to develop a research plan. You learn about how to develop a research timeline. You move through the IRB considerations and human subject protections, data collection and manipulation, study design, manuscript preparation. And then from a practical standpoint, we actually guide you through that funding. Um, I know Barbara mentioned some grant opportunities. And so really there's a, a resource guide on how do you apply for a grant program? What options are available within ASHP or how do you look for these opportunities? And then also how do you present and write a report or a study and how do you get that published? So really we're trying to guide the individual through the whole process. No matter where you are in your research, we really want you to have a a place where you can go and find some more resources, find a webinar, find a resource that will help you complete that process and make it a little bit easier on the learners and the seasoned practitioners. That's like a really great resource. Um, So looking forward to our virtual preceptors conference and our virtual mid-year clinical meeting, what are some of the presentations, awards, or awards for research are you excited about? Great question, and they're coming up really quickly. I think first and foremost, I'm looking forward to seeing all the virtual posters for both students, new practitioners, educators who really take the time to present their research, to share their learnings and advanced practice. So one benefit of our virtual mid-year and virtual preceptors conference is that attendees will be able to minimize distractions and really focus on the breadth of the practice-based research that's presented and really see what's going on across the nation. There's also no pressure, no traffic, so it's, it's really dedicated attention to really showcase the work that's being done. And then secondly, and Barbara, I think we'll we'll elaborate this uh, a little bit more, uh, but I always enjoy reading about the work of literature award recipients. This is really where our young learners who are truly taking to heart the advancement of practice 
really get a chance to innovate and show us what they've done. And it's really just exciting and inspiring to see their stories, learn about their projects, and, and really see why and how they're being featured. Thanks, Gina, for mentioning the, um, the literature awards at mid-year. We are really excited. Uh, since 1971, the foundation has administered this program. Over, what is that, decades, we have recognized pharmacist researchers annually in categories, so drug therapy research, innovation in pharmacy practice, pharmacy practice research, and of course, there's also a student research award. We have fantastic student pharmacists who are doing research and going out and getting it published. Wonderful. This year's recipients, I can't tell you yet who they are, so you're going to have to go to mid-year or wait until after mid-year to hear who they are. They've done impressive work, research, really on expanding access to quality care, tackling some of those challenging issues and opioids and allergy documentation. So we're really thrilled about that. We also annually give a Lifetime Achievement Award, a sustained contributions. This recognizes somebody who has contributed for over 20 years to the pharmacy literature and often has been groundbreaking or maybe a pioneer in an area. Uh, We look forward to sharing who those recipients are. We give those awards out the annual awards every year. So check out those opportunities. I'll also mention one other thing is at the National Pharmacy Preceptors Conference, Joel Mars, um, he is the 2019 recipient for the Residency Excellence Awards in the preceptor category. He is going to be doing an educational session. So um, you should check out that if you're going to that meeting. But again, Literature Awards, they're all about research, and um, it's fantastic to recognize the excellent research as well as to disseminate this so it, it, it positively impacts all of our practices and our patient care. I would encourage listeners to stay tuned because um, we'll be definitely featuring some of those research projects on future podcasts. So wrapping up, what would you like members to take away from this conversation? You know, I would say this for many pharmacists, in fact, most pharmacists, research is something somebody else is doing. But the skills used to develop a research project are the same we all use to continuously improve our systems, processes, tools, and education, and get results, of course. So you might not be doing an official research project, but there's no doubt you're using those skills, and those resources are there with ASHP and the foundation to support you and really advancing your practice and optimizing patient care. I agree. I think along the lines of what Barbara just shared, the resources, awards, opportunities that ASHP provides to support individuals really aim for you to to dare to try, dare to try and explore research. Conducting practice-based research can be overwhelming, but it is so important to continue innovation. And so it is rewarding to challenge yourself and challenge the process, challenge the outcomes, and improve. And then also see the fruits of your labor and see your publications, see your presentations are really get awarded. So I think research fosters interdisciplinary collaboration and really encourages improvement in practice. So we hope that ASHP will be able to support you to explore more, um, try more, and really make the process a little easier for you as you start out. Thank you so much for joining us today. For our listeners, if you haven't before, I encourage you to check out ASHP and the ASHP Foundation's research resources. You can find member-exclusive offerings, including the Research Resource Center, and also exchange ideas with your peers on the ASHP Education Connect community. Thank you for tuning in for this session. We hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. Be sure to subscribe to ASHP's podcast through your favorite podcast provider. 
Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.